why I keep saying that, but anyways. Hey guys, it's Tati. Welcome back to Worldviews Podcast. Today we are doing a reaction. I was just doing a bunch of videos of reactions. I'm sorry. That was like autopilot. Um, I just kind of wanted to get on here because yesterday my I was live for like an hour and a half and it was my probably one of my favorite lives ever. So if you guys missed that one, I'm sorry, but that was like around like 4 p.m., 5 p.m. when I did it. And it got deleted because of like certain aspects of the video weren't were copyrighted or whatever, and I wasn't aware of it. So right now I'm just doing some testing. Um, if you guys aren't here to, right now, that's totally fine. We're gonna be watching some videos, but I'm just literally just testing and see like what I can and cannot watch on here, and what the title has to be in order for me to be able to watch certain things and talk about certain things. So this is just like a test run through, to be real with you. Anyways, um, let's just get into some of the topics that I wanted to get into right now. And I will be sharing my screen with you. Let's get into it. So to start off, let's get into some metaverse stuff. I wanted to, to talk a little bit about like the future and where technology is taking us and what my thoughts on it are because I, I am a computer science major and this is the world I'm going to be living in and hopefully helping build. And so I have to, you know, speak on certain things, or at least I feel like I should. I've written a lot of things and topics, and I kind of been wanting to, like, get on here and, like, do some head talks where I just spit. I, like, literally just tell you exactly what I wrote, my whole essay that I wrote from last semester. We kind of had, like, a morality, like, I forgot what it was, an ethics course. It was an, ethi an ethics course on computer science and just, like, the future of tech and what our field is going to be capable of and our moral standpoint in society when it comes to making those choices. Like, is it okay to take your data? Is it okay to, to monitor what you're doing? Like certain things about tech and the ethics behind it that we don't really talk about. So those are those boardroom meetings that have to be done. Like that's what that's basically getting you ready for. Is just the boardroom talks where you're chiming in and letting people know like this isn't okay and this is okay and this should be thought about more thoroughly. But yeah, we're just gonna jump into that. I saw. I don't know. Hopefully, this is gonna touch upon it. But this is called advertising in the metaverse. I didn't check it out yet, so we're gonna check it out with Revolt TV. I think Revolt is like Diddy's thing, but he be keeping us, you know, aware of certain things like especially tech. We're just trying to figure out how can you advertise in the metaverse? The same way that we have billboards outside or we got posters or stickers on the floor, graffiti, whatever. Every wall that you look at on planet Earth is advertising space. So just like we have land on the real Earth, we have land in the metaverse, which means we have homes in the metaverse, walls in the metaverse, and even billboards in the metaverse. So I'm a big company and I want to make sure everybody is seeing my advertising. And I'm realizing that majority of people are in the metaverse now, or the people that I'm trying People to are like selling houses on the metaverse, like virtual housing like when you know back in the day when we was on facebook and people were doing that farm game whatever it's like building those communities but now you're selling that in real life in real time with quote-unquote real money now physical money you can trade it for you can trade it for bitcoin crypto 
And I'm just like sitting here like, wow, I could just be playing video games. This is another a whole other aspect of a video game and making money. Huh. Is it a good is it a good thing or is it a bad thing? Is that a good thing? You can just be home and just be like so a lot of these big corporations making money this way or all of these different metaverses just so they can have it ready. What do you think? Does it suck us in more to the virtual reality of life and keeps us less physical? In my journeys in Decentraland, I've actually even seen major label artists marketing their new singles and new videos on digital billboards that are for sale and that do rent for certain amounts of time and everything just like a real billboard. Another major innovation coming into advertising in the metaverse is people doing things like having a billboard up and you might like the image and now you can buy it and save it as an NFT into your wallet. Another cool thing I've seen in the metaverse is people creating lyric videos on their land to where you could come live through a music video and live through a lyric video and get to buy it. Yeah, lyric videos have become like a little bit more like visualizers have become a little bit more uh, appealing to the eye. Like lyric videos used to, be, used to be just boring and not be able to watch like nothing entertaining about it. And now it's... um. It's a little bit more entertaining when, it, when you watch a lyric video and making it more like 3D and, and like augmented reality, like um, reactive to you, responsive to you would be even more intriguing. So this is just like another way of like making money in the future, because this is like you're taking the seeds, you're taking the um, advice right now. This is going to blow up like metaverse. It's not it's here to stay and it's going to be here until the next upgrade of that is going to be here. So it's like kind of have to stick with the times. And I think 360 videos back in the day with YouTube was like the beginning stages of that. Like now you now people are probably putting those 360 videos on the metaverse. However that works. I'm, I haven't checked into it. We're, we're figuring that out right now and learning a little bit more about I've it right now. People so. buying blocks on the metaverse where they play their own Monopoly. music. Monopoly. you just ride down those blocks or if you're exploring those blocks, all you hear is that kind of music. The music yeah. There's a ton of room for advertisement. It's like having three, four different worlds that you could potentially find new fans in. Another form of advertising in the metaverse is people going to basketball games or concerts in the metaverse. These are new promotions, so I got- Concerts with a virtual yeah, being in the metaverse. Tickets and buy experiences in the metaverse. <gasps> Car I mean, cartoons were pretty good. Anime is pretty good. Being in the metaverse Do you want a, like an animated version of your favorite star dancing in front of you? Before. It's either that or a hologram. So which one would you prefer? Like what? I mean, so why do I, I think Justin Bieber had one of his um, concerts in the metaverse at one point. I feel like I saw something like that on the internet before. And... It was a good move, especially when it was COVID time. It was a great move. That's just a setup, but it's like, I don't know. Am I am I gonna sit back and watch the situation unfold and see how they play they they play this out, or am I going to partake and just stick with the times and realize this is just like the evolution of man. This is what we're doing to expand our thought pattern, our thought pattern and thought process. We're we're tapping into like virtual reality where we're going to be stuck there mining and, you know, blockchain's a thing. A lot of like, we're just thinking about the digital a lot and even money is moving towards the, the digital. So it's going to be more just ones and zeros and ones and zeros. Easily manipulated, easily figmentation, easily a figmentation of, of, of like just an, a, an idea that 
flourished and became the life that we live today. Currency to me is just, uh, it's like, it's quote unquote not real. It's like we set the standard, we set the basis of how much money should be. And now we're, we're dealing with like literally, you can get on a computer and like do whatever you want with it. If you know what to do, you can, if you wanted to make money or pretend like, like if we go digital, I'm thinking about people who can hack and just put quote unquote numbers of money in their accounts and that be the the fact that's the money because you don't like when you go to a bank you put your money there it's not going to stay there it's it's not going to be there anymore it's going to be moving around in other banks and when you go to take out like say you put a hundred thousand dollars and you, the next day you want to come back and get, get that hundred thousand dollars in like you know physical form it might not be there because it's been roaming around the other banks and being circulated <sighs> i don't know getting rid of the physical Obviously, you shouldn't have your money in physical form because it's wasting. It's like it's kind of depreciating in value when it's not being circulated through investments and things like that. But what I'm trying to say is just what was I trying to say, really? I don't I don't, I don't know. Like if money physically like that's how we see it as it's a physical exchange of something for another physical exchange. It's I don't know. I feel like the value of it itself will will start to diminish when it becomes ones and zeros. And it's just if you watch the movie, the movie with Justin Timberlake, time it's gonna be like that. It's gonna be like we're running out of like we're trading time for money. That's trading our time for money. Like it's every single day you're kind of wasting your days, just going to work, and not really like punching in that time for yourself anymore. It's just to survive. Yeah, I don't know. I have zero clue. This, the future of money is, I just, I don't know what's what's going to happen. First, for live guess we gotta go with new it. advertising. Because when you go to a basketball game or a sporting event in real life, when you look around the arena or the stadium, don't you see the advertisements going around on the flashing little Megatrons and all that stuff? Attention-seeking, attention-seeking. That's being sold and the different food, candy, all these things. <sighs> it's all working together to make advertisement money. For I mean, but then you think of it in his, you know. make new money from all the guests. His, the in his perspective, it's like, this is just, this is how they do it. This is what, what it is. Like, this is how we make money. So this is what you got to do. This is just what you got to do. And, and you could do it easily. This is what you gotta do. Like, he's not—he's not rubbing against it or resisting the situation that we're in. He's just moving with it. So I—it's I, just what you gotta do in this time. Like, same thing. Can't push against the grain too much, really. Like I mean, you can, you can try to, but even better. You need a—you need a ton of people to, to do that to make a real big change. We all gotta come together. Listen to take up. Shit. It's meta jargon. Tokenomics. Simply tokens mixed with economics. It's the economics of a token. NFTs. Token or tokens. Token mm. is just another word for a digital asset. Volatility. Volatility is just a measure of how much an asset goes up and down in a matter of time. Whale. A whale is someone that is very large in the space, typically someone that has a lot of money or a lot of uh, very valuable collector's items or a very valuable collection in general. Typically, you would call that person a whale. See, until I figure out this metaverse thing, I'm, I, I don't think it's a good idea for me to waste money on Pokemon cards and just collect them. And then just, like, keep the rare ones until they become super rare that I can make money. I don't know. That's a good another good investment. If you fuck with cards and collectibles, 
get a bunch of po- like Pokemon cards, um, comics, like invest in assets um, and hopefully not depreciating assets. I feel like first, I don't know when there's a turn or when it's like that game is now retro and like you should keep it and store it and, and it will appreciate in value because you've taken such good care of it and nobody has it and it's scarce. I guess it's when I guess that's when it's like really worth a lot of money. So yeah, if you have like really old Pokemon cards or like Yu-Gi-Oh cards, collectibles, um, comic books, figurines, whatever, they can be worth a lot more money in the future if you're like one of those kind of nerds. Love to see it. Love to be here. Um, if not, you know, shoes, investing in shoes, to me, that's another asset. You can resell it whenever you want or you can buy them in bulk, whatever you guys do. Some people like buy them in bulk, sell them up resellers do that um there's different aspects to getting around this in this matrix but it's really up to how you want to do it and what makes what makes it fun what you're getting what you got to get you got to get to these like you know you got to get to the bag and how are you getting to the bag in a fun way um i wanted to get into this friends and family yesterday but i think it cut out so we're gonna watch it from the top and then we're going to get into what Joe Budden has to say with Megan's album because he has some commentary that I kind of wanted to look at and listen to. What's I'm up, to, I'm still, like, we anxious. I'm trying to figure out sticker pack, which is now what available on our makes site. this thing. I think I just can't play any music videos because I think, or music in general. I can't stream any music because that also makes this thing go off. I'm going to be here for, like, another hour and a half and come back around 4 p.m., 5 p.m. For another live but for now here we are and i'm just like i'm really just checking this out to make sure everything's good if you want to support the channel visit forthefamily.co and get yourself a pack the link is in the description friends and family shout out friends and family let's get right into the video they're great creatives they make this beautiful ass content i'm just sharing it with you if you guys want to go check out their work i don't like i'm not into like vanity bro like i don't i don't got no plaques I don't got no awards. I don't all that. My mama or Corey got everything. I don't have nothing. I don't have no merch. I got a BT award. That was cool. That made my mom happy. BT hip hop award. Excuse me. Yeah. But I'm not really like a trophy dude, bro. Like I had them in football in like the fourth grade. Like, and I don't know what I did with them. So it's just never been my thing, you know, personally. He's not really egotistic. Love to see it. We got into some metaverse talk, some futuristic talk earlier, if you missed that. But. We're veering gears with Vince Staples and just defining your creative values. With Value. The morals the that you stand on. The standards you stand on. One's judgment of what is important in life. As a creative, one of the most beneficial things you can do for yourself is define your creative values. Whether it is getting financial gain or gaining critical acclaim through awards. Or you may truly just create for your own personal enjoyment. I really be wondering There's if the awards are enough for y'all. To, to me personally, I don't know if, if an award. I don't think I'll care too much. I don't know what I'll feel like, but like, I mean, I definitely think I want the 100K plaque. But so I guess it is like a little bit of accomplishment when you get those. But and an artist some people just don't care. They're like, what is this? It don't matter. I'm just doing what I got to do. Doing what I love. So your values become your destiny. Perspective. It's an interesting perspective. Do you think that's a, thought pattern. maybe a thoughts become things? The society that we live in, that like people enjoy or get off to seeing themselves and seeing, you know. Nah, I mean, when it comes to everybody, likes you know, just have their hard work um, recognized. 
Mm -hmm. um, but it's just by who? You know, I mean, is it a NAACP awards, an Oscar, is it a Grammy, is it a BET award, is it a... Is it the people yeah, that matter you know, to you it's, it's, or what you grew up watching? Thing, you know, my people it. is cool and my people is happy that mean more to me than those things only because I just don't know those people. So I can't base my happiness off of things that I don't know. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I don't know these people. I don't know what they intend. I don't know their morals, they value. So I can't sit here and like have some people I don't know give me something. And I value that more than like, you know, say my family, the people that I came up with telling me that they're proud of me every day like right kind of like it's, it's like a physical aspect doesn't really do so is there something isn't as important as or, but talking to your family talking that, to people you love that does do it for you yeah. that it's like okay like that's I mean, something that having financial freedom and security and like in in the knowledge that isn't afforded to people where i come from and being able to share that with the people around me that way you know our pitfalls don't happen again that's mm -hmm. what i care about that's my yeah. and shit yeah, because you had a, you can add a trophy and then have to take it to the pawn shop because you got fucked off. So yeah, I don't really value that that much. So financial freedom and helping out the people from your community and the people closest. Yeah, to you. you know, you know, if, if your homie say, "Hey man, I'm hungry," you can't hand that nigga a Grammy. So facts. What's he gonna do with a Grammy? I'm hungry. The reason behind like, why you create is an extremely important part facts. of your creative journey. Having clearly defined values allows for you to develop uncompromising integrity in your work. Mm. Basically, once I'm you know why you're creating integrity, something, no one can like manipulate important. or misguide you from your ultimate goal. Knowing yourself. Defining your creative values you also allows you to find more fulfillment Something I'm still work. learning, but I'm just saying. This means you're able to base your own together. success off of what you I gotta watch that. I gotta read that book. Now that it showed up again, I gotta for read example, that book. Shout out to If you know you're not making on. music for a Grammy nomination or any other awards, then you will not base your success in music off of winning Grammys and awards. Nowadays, it's easy to base your value off of what social media or other people tell you is valuable. But if you get one thing from this video, it should be this. And I'll let the man Vince Staples say it for himself. But also, I know everybody not right, but you got to know what's, what makes sense for you and what doesn't. Remember, defining your creative values is key to understanding your vision. Defining your creative values is key, is a key step into like creating your vision, just making sure you know it. Like I feel like I, I need to start drawing my vision because at this point I've I've not I'm not like blurred in it. I know exactly what I want, I know where I'm going. Every day I get excited about like coming on stream or coming on YouTube and just like creating. But like ooh what's my end goals and stuff i have a lot of goals but it's like i need to like put them in a schedule like short-term goals long-term goals and i gotta draw out every every picture i want to see visualization is important i did a vision board on my on my channel before and i got a lot of stuff off of that vision board into reality like saw it every day did it every day worked hard every day created the life that i wanted to live every day and i'm still doing that and i feel like journaling and all of that has helped Vision boarding has helped, but that's just like my little two cents. I wanted to get into the Megan Thee Stallion and Joe Budden's comments on her album. We talked about crypto earlier, some technology. Um, I might go back into crypto again just because I still need to like figure out some stuff about Bitcoin and blockchain. So, come on, y'all want to talk about Megan Thee Stallion says that that's not the same flow, it's just her accent. Huh? What happened? Meg, Meg the Stallion said that that's not to the people that accuse her of that. Ebro asked her, what do you say to the people who say that you have one flow? Oh. And she says, not 
that I have one flow. It's my accent, so y'all have a difficult time understanding. I mean, how I pronounce certain things, and my voice is heavier here, and I just can't help it. Like that's what she said. I think you probably come come up with a better excuse than that one. I think I haven't checked out this whole album yet. I'm still trying to figure out should I listen to it or not. Well, there's a lot of features on it. I I got a little. Got me intrigued. I might do a reaction to the whole album. A little what? Can you speak on? It's not on stream. I didn't know I could do that. I listened to the album. But (laughs) you heard the album? Yeah. Come on, come on, come on! We need some buttons, yo. Guy, I wonder if guys would be checking her out. You guys listen to her album? You guys listen to the girls when they spit? I'm dead. I heard it. It's um, it's like three bangers. Like really Dang, good. So I might see, play one that's why I didn't want to watch this. I listen to the whole like thing because I knew songs, three of them is good out of all of them. All, I was going to come here and talk about it, but they're going to kill me, the young people. Mm. It's really the same as every new rapper. They all, like if you were copy young paste, person, it's not copy a paste, copy paste, for the, for copy paste. Demo. It's not our demo it's because we use the lyrics and rap. But right. about the same you, you bought it? No, nigga. You talk about the same shit every single song. Where were you? In the car. <gasps> he was in the car. Nah, hold on. Yeah, buddy. Come right. on. I'm trying to think how to ask this without. I'm wondering. I'm wondering what the vibes are too. For him. You was alone. Yeah. And you played the whole Meg album. I want. I want to see what the girls was listening to. I wanted to see. What? Where was you driving? If it was worth it. Me too. I didn't need the insight. I needed to see if it was worth it. And he let me know that it wasn't worth it. This is what happened. Everybody was talking about it all weekend. About how good the album is. And how we such haters. Who said it was good? I never heard it was good yet. I heard nobody say it. Y'all gonna make me start telling the truth. Well, go ahead. Come on. So When did we hate on the album? I don't remember hating on the album. We talked about the album on Friday. Correct. A little bit. But none of us heard nobody, it. Nobody, nobody heard it. I album. didn't hear no album. I didn't, bro, I'm talking about what the people said. So oh. I went to go listen nah, to No, I still have never heard nothing about it. People liked the um the Beyonce yeah, album too. I didn't really feel it. Didn't really <laughs> no, fuck with it personally. But... All right, go ahead. <laughs> personal take, personal take. Come on, get have to listen to music on the stream app. Continue. So um what was I gonna do? I was about to do something. I've given up. So I'm telling you that for a young person, let's say I was a 28 year old girl, this album is what they are. 28. This is what they like. I know. And so I'm glad I'm not 28. Like it's not what I want here. A little bit more tricky lyrical shit. No, we don't. Musically inclined. Go ahead. You might like it actually. I probably will. Yeah, I get it. You might like it. I I might. For me, it wasn't necessarily for me, but I see how they. Were champion in the album. Niggas mm. were saying the shit was dope. I'm gonna like. And is it was it technical bad. or was it not technical? That's what I'm saying. The production was cool. The lyrics. The production is gonna be fucking lyrics. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Pussy good, wet. Yes, that's bag. what I'm trying to say. It's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. Well, fuck you if you pay. That's it. Like, that's literally that's it. So repeated. Yeah, okay, like you have another storyline. <laughs> like I need you to switch it up. Yeah. It's boring. Which one you turned it up on. Uh, the best song. Which one had you like? Oh, her. Her? You'll like it too. Like her name. Oh, Play okay, it, this Is her on it? I, I, when, God, let me... I bet you you like it. Or are they <laughs> saying like, like it's called it. her? I don't even like our bet. <laughs> now, now I might not like it just yeah, to win the bet. Word. Oh, you got a part? Yo, Ish, where you was at, man? You, I was Sweetie Pie is like one of those. Nah, it's oh, yeah, story. her. It's only her, though. It's only Megan on it. I'm chilling, though, because that's my man. I only heard the whole Meg album. 
Ish, where you was at, yo? In my car. Yo, yeah, sure. yo, no, something is missing from the car. <laughs> I know what's missing, but yeah, more. What's missing? I think I know what's missing. The too. truth. Nigga. <laughs> 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 now let the hook rock. Ish. <laughs> Tell us the truth, yo. Antoine. You want me to slap to this? <laughs> This same song, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna do it for the. They, I think her was that song that was like the house music that I seen on like commercial. I didn't yeah. like it. If Beyonce had this song, yes, this baseline, right? All, like, Have on on her, on her, on her, on her last album. I, I didn't. Oh, I, I like it. Music is undeniable. This is good music. No, what? she had a different flow in this too. Just for the record, she did different flow. I can't hold you. That's she why I didn't get that whole other argument. A little bit different flow. This is a good single. Yeah, it's a good song. You don't like that work. Song? This is a good single. That's definitely gonna work. Uh, I mean, it's gonna work on TikTok and stuff for sure. But modeling in front of the mirror, it's Vogan. Her, her, yes, literally TikTok candy. Music, if that's what you say. What? This is the machine. This is a writer's camp. Writer's camp. Algorithm music. Algorithm. Yeah. Music. Yes, like algorithm appealing music. Yeah. Shit that's going to pop off that? for yeah, the kids, for yeah, the money makers, shaking the money makers up. Listen to this. I'm like, where am I? Yeah. I don't know. The same place you would listen to Drake album, the same place you would listen to some of them Beyonce songs. It has the some of the same cadence. Look at me. I get the argument. I understand what you're saying, but I don't enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? But dog, it's, it's, it's basically in line with all of the dance music that... We've been we championing in the last two months. Was this whole Pretty album uh, dance no. like this? Okay, it was just Fuck that no. song. <laughs> no, not at all. I'm. That's why you asked me what song. I said this one. This is a dope song. I'm not mad at it. Oh, not okay. for me. Yeah, I'm not gonna start my no. shower off with this one. I'm not starting my shower off with it either. Or when I get out the shower. Or when I get in my. In other recent news, Angela Yee has been said to leave the Breakfast Club. And I think a lot of people on social media was like on on Twitter at least I saw like a lot of tweets like, "Yay!" Like we don't we didn't care we didn't want it anyways type energy. Um, so I kind of just wanted to see his commentary on this as well. A lot of people, you know, she got her own podcast now. Charlamagne got his own show show on Where Central Comedy. Yee? So uh, everybody's doing their own thing anyway. Pod, pod news, pod wars, sort yeah, of. like pod wars, like really things wars. that are happening yeah. in the pod it's community. Wars. It's all wars. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's all wars. Joe wants it all to be wars. No, I don't want it all. It's all wars. It's not. It's Why not? Wars. Oh, fine. Come on, come on. And I'm here to be silly and have fun. Yeah, so yeah, please yeah. don't so like. We, yeah, just. Yeah, we, yeah. But give it to me. I just. I'll, I'll, let's engage. It's just not power wars. You do your thing over there. Niggas do their thing over here. I don't see a war. There's some hints of war in there, though. I think. In this. <sighs> in the situation, I missed it. Then y'all, y'all will have to fill me in, pause on how that's war. All right, and just, and just the art of silliness. Yeah. When there's internal beef amongst podcasters or or radio show heads, whatever you want to call them, that's war. "Quote unquote war." So how you go about your business, quote unquote, while that's happening behind the scenes. It's also art of war. And for all of these companies and podcasters, there's con- everybody has competition. Mm-hmm. Facts. 
agree with that. For sure, for sure. And it's not just in product, but it's in business plan. Mm, it's in the talent how do you execute? Assess, assessing. Mm. It's in the show development. It's yes. in, people think I big up Revolt because of a puff relationship. No. Sugar Their presentation is great, right? What they've done with picking people, a mm-hmm. target audience, this is how they're, the content to look. Yep. Mm-hmm. They're Put very sophisticated. Out. Working. Shit like that. It's mm-hmm. working good. It's working uh, really good. Revolt, we just watched the honorable earlier. That big splash mm-hmm. and money spent. Billion. That's part of revamping what y'all don't think other companies was looking at that like oh shit <laughs> step, step up what yeah. a move so what i mean i don't want business you to take war. what a business war yeah, it's yeah. And, and the word pod and is you gotta, yeah, okay. you gotta assess okay. the competition See, when you say pod yeah wars, i'm thinking you it don't mean it don't mean it's beef it don't gotta be pod on pod wars okay that's how but, i took that pod no wars pod wars is broad. all the pod wars my broad. my pod war with Spotify or lack of pod war or whatever that was when I left. That shook shit up. That was my war over here. People in the community and culture for yeah. 12 years. Mm-hmm. Be sad. Yeah, that's a long so, time. That's a whole bed. 10 years, 12 years, 15 years of your life on the radio talking with the same people every day. I mean, that's it must have been a love, but it's a long run. You got to go. They're growing. Moments. Mm-hmm. See what they're going to say. And whatever's happened over the years has been masked pretty well. Right. Like, if you don't know what's happening so behind the scenes here, with them the for Angela years. Tweet. The tweet that said, The Breakfast Club, yeah, as you know it, bigger. is officially over. For me, that didn't mean very much because of the as you know it. Yep. Yeah. That said to me that she was leaving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that just, that just told me it's Someone not going to look the same. Yeah. Not and, and people jumped out the window and ran with it. Oh, the Breakfast Club is done. It's it's yeah. It's we thought we thought it was a wrap for real. I mean, I thought it was but a wrap know, for real. I guess she's but, just leaving. But her leaving for me didn't mean she was leaving because I figured iHeart would be involved in whatever was coming next. Oh, got mm. you, got you, got you. So like a lateral move. I don't know if it's a lateral move, but I mean like I'm not leaving. I'm here, but I'm just moving. Over she's to something leaving. Else. Still here though. Like this same company. This brand show that I've been on for the last 12 years, I'm leaving this, but I'm not leaving the scene to be unseen. Like I have something coming. I still have a partner. Uh, She said on this, it'll be nationally syndicated. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So she has a plan. And then that's when my mind got into messy mode. And I wondered if everybody was in agreement on that tweet going out like that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, he said it was. Oh, please. Yeah, I know. That's why, that's why I threw that part in there. Because even, even when you look at it, some of the questions that Charlemagne was asking her, mm-hmm. it was like he didn't know some of the information yet. Like she was telling him in real time. It came off that way. Right? It came off yeah. that way. It was almost like, the, you know what I mean? And you could kind of see some of the nervousness that she had mm-hmm. and how she was just relaying the information. So they might have learned And also, people may have forgotten because Angela's been in this capacity for so long on this show. She comes from having her own show. Yeah, she yeah. does. Yeah. She was she was her before she got here. Yes. Yeah. I never knew that. I only know Angela Yee from The Breakfast Club. So other than that, I really didn't think of her as anything else. Um I only care for her leaving. I just want the Breakfast Club to be done in general. I know that they've done a lot in in for the culture and all. I'm just like a I'm a Ebro in the morning type girl, like I'm 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 on there, <laughs> um, but I can value the fact that they've been around for a while too. Uh, we're gonna get into a little bit of some. I don't know. I'm just really going through whatever I want to listen to because I've been testing out 
what I am and what I can and cannot post on here or be streaming on here. So I'm just really testing it because yesterday it ended. So it's certain things we're gonna be talking. I'm just gonna have a good time. I'm just chilling, watching videos and and commenting on them. Okay, Mm -hmm. but they're not saying the right thing. It's not then. So words, I look at everybody wearing Balenciaga. Everybody supposed to be. We just got from another uh, one where Ish was wearing Balenciaga. The same thing. Our emotion of our they thoughts. Mean, you know, they made a stamp in the in the fashion right? industry for them to just be this writing the, the name really like that. How to in so that far, right? Like Ten thousand dollars for this our shirt. Our thoughts are literally things, measurable frequencies. Literally, it's physical. Thoughts are they things. Connect nodes to us and measure and identify our thoughts and where they're coming from. So when this I was is, in school years ago, this is this is like I I this easy. Professor, I love this guy. Easy to figure out. Easy to understand. And he said that we live in a sea of energy and vibrations just like fish live in water yes, they don't sir. really realize it yes, sir. and he said exactly what you say he said you walk in a room and somebody's being negative and they, they could be talking about you they shut up when you come in you, you still feel, feel the energy you still feel when like you go into a room and it's tense or like there was an argument beforehand or whatever you could just feel sometimes when like you can feel anything if you're that sensitive you could feel like people are looking at each other a certain way when you know everybody can tell everybody has that tell everybody understands when like it's someone sad over there in the corner. Like you can, you can feel it. You know what I mean. And not just on some empath energy, but just on some like regular shit. Like you're not, you're a human. You're, you're a form of like, a, a, like electric magnetic field. You have an electromagnetic field. You have an aura. You have all these things. You're in tune with the universe. Like you're, you're so connected. So you understand this. He's just explaining it in more like uneasy, a scientific you know way, I mean? in more deeper so, context. That's so true. That's so true. But listen, here's the thing. Like. I feel like all right, if you look at like civilization, I, we, we're around 10,000 years of civilized living, right? So we've been, you know, we, we're getting wiser over time. You know what I mean? Oh, we think Scientists we are. die. One or the other. Because like we could think we're the smartest off, person and then 10,000 years later, you know, we're like, they were so dumb. They didn't understand this. They didn't the create this. That is not really Evolution talked, takes time. And talked about. You know what I'm saying? Which is unfortunate but i feel like when we're talking about these words uh uh quantifying our thoughts and our feelings mm-hmm. there's other ways to do it without speaking but we're not tapped into that speaking you know is very primitive it language is. is primitive correct because the energy of language energy is my first language it's gonna always be that and the times that i didn't adhere to what my heart chakra or my inside so to say was telling me People say your gut feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, the times that mm-hmm. I didn't adhere to those type of things. I kind of wanted to like, I don't want to like shift gears, but I kind of do. I might come back to this. Um, I'll let this play for a little bit longer. And I'm going to find this video because I kind of want to watch that I Kevin Hart. It's sweetie. And through that suffering, Fuck. that was a lesson. It was pretty funny. And the lesson learned was I need to pay more attention to me. Mm-hmm. But there was stuff to gain out of it. So it's like. When I walk into a restaurant, I. I like this energy here. No, I tip the waiter and leave. Right. That's just. What do you What do you do to? How do you train yourself to be cognizant and of your energy? Like being aware of it. Mm. Meditation. No, this is gonna sound weird. Meditation, not breath to work. Head, not to us. But one of the first things I do is. I prepare at night to have a great morning. Mm-hmm. Like my phone's going airplane mode, but right. our bodies don't even release melatonin like it's supposed to. 
when our phones are transmitting mode and they transmitting all the mm-hmm. time, transmitting information. So I put all my phones in airplane mode and I really allow myself to get risk. Mm-hmm. I, I have too many electronics when I go to sleep. That's why I don't be sleeping too well. I ain't put them in a different room. And your cells hit everything. Mm-hmm. This has been the greatest form of recovery for me. Right. Like just for me. I mean, other people do binaural beats or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Binaural beats, frequency music, six thirty nine, thirty six nine. I don't. Really, I don't think I've listened to three six nine before, but you know that's the Nite- like the Nikola Tesla, like his. Um, I think it was like the perfect numbers in the universe. Everything's made up of three sixes and nines. If you add them all together, pretty much like yeah. There's a lot of stuff that I kind of know about. Got to know a little bit more. Still learning, but um. We're going to switch gears into like a little bit of like Sweetie and Kevin Hart. I forgot why I want to show you guys this, but I just do. So I forgot what they were talking about. That made me really, I don't know, this video in general, I wanted to to get on stream with. So let's just watch it real quick. Not the whole thing. We're going to skip around, but yeah. Talk a little bit about what they are speaking on because... Why not? Yeah, they talk about mental health. Talked about process and personal life. Example of self-made artists. She started writing lyrics. My dad's side. Okay. Out of like self-reflection, mm-hmm. I learned how to meditate, mm-hmm. and through meditation, I've had access to my higher self. Right. Okay. And getting in tune with self. We don't spend time with self. Yes. And we don't I spend that, time with like with self. Go to the park, go to journal, go write with yourself, go write to yourself, go write a letter for yourself, go make something for yourself, go do cra- arts and crafts, take your time off the screen and just enjoy the moment and just enjoy your present time with yourself. I like enjoy that. Fresh. And I did my research and I heard or I read and, that hair holds. Yeah, she's talking about how energy. she reinvented herself so, and just like. Tapped in myself. The metamorphosis of Sweetie and Diamante, Caterpillar oh, into Butterfly. Um, I don't want to skip around too much, but I can't, I can't not piggyback off of this. Uh, when you say your your higher self, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, we're talking about self discovery. So, mm-hmm. within self discovery, what is it that you were unhappy with or not satisfied with of the other self, the other version of you? So, through meditation, I learned about chakras. Okay. And I learned that a lot of my chakras were like damaged. Define chakras for those who do not know. Let's act like I don't know what it is. I, so, I do. <laughs> we're I teaching them. Okay. So Yo, Kevin's so like not even trying to be funny. He's just is focus, self awareness. Okay. I didn't know that chakras are energy points with, throughout your body. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. You have seven. You have seven being the root, perfect number. Your sacral, your solar, your heart. Your throat, your third eye, and, and your crown. Yeah. I don't have three eyes. <laughs> I don't have three eyes. Get that eye, you know. But I don't have three eyes. I really want to know what y'all yeah. think what about this. Like, what do guys or like what do girls? What does anyone think eyes. about this <laughs> kind of talk? The new age okay. kind of talk. Right. So in this, the in introspective, right? Uh, talking. What do y'all think like, about it? Just turn that on. That doesn't just happen. You don't wake up one day and go, "Oh my God, meditation." Is what I've been missing. Like, there's a reason for it. What was the reason for you going down this path? Why? Well, I was really stressed out. Um, I have two great mentors, Bob and Rance, and they taught me Bob about. Bob and Rance. So Big Bob is like Big Bob. 
Never mind. He got a whole different name. Specializing in bleeding. Mm-hmm. And Rance is a part of the 1500 group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have a music academy down in Inglewood. Okay. So shout out, shout out Inglewood. Created a great the relationship, smoke. and they would oh, be I know. stressed out I think, a lot. I think Hendrix was, like, was there. I don't know. I think so. I think so. I don't meditate. I don't believe in that. And then they broke it down. And I tried meditation, y'all. I need to go back into it. I really need to get back into meditation. Now, when you say like uh, twenty minutes a day, I gotta, this, I gotta dedicate that business. You know, ASAP. I have a lot of conversations on here, and a lot of the conversations always go to a place where we talk about how nobody prepares you for the world that comes with success, right? Um, you know, you're not an overnight success, but you're not an old person. You're very much a young, young kid. Yeah, she's young very female, young. A young. I was gonna say Ken Vaccinate. Yeah, you don't even know. He's like a young female. Did I mean it did come kind of fast? So is that where the bulk? A young woman? Why can't you say that? Yeah, I I don't know. For like the last three years. Yeah. (laughs) And the time, like literally, this whole entire interview, she's laughing, but she's hiding her laugh the entire time. I was like, girl, we all laugh crazy. Stop doing that. It's annoying me. Being a woman in the spotlight, you know, it's like very microscopic. It's mm-hmm. like, what are you doing with your life? Mm-hmm. Everybody's micromanaging at your moves, yeah. making comments, opinions. I wasn't used to that. Um, How do you get used to that? I like, just oh, started shit. running my own business. I have my own employee. 